Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hello and welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast. My name is Cody Sizemore and I'm joined here by my lovely co-host, Maria Casillas. Maria, how are you doing? I am doing mostly well. Thank you for asking. If I mostly must be, well. Uh, yeah, if I must be fully honest, I'm having some mixed feelings these days. Um, mm-hmm. I have to have some surgery done on my eyes, and mm-hmm. I am actually quite ecstatic about that. I mean, I'm not ecstatic that I have to have surgery, but um, I'm I'm ready to take the leap because I'm so tired of just looking at one, I'm sure you're very handsome, but you're a very handsome blob right now. Um, so, <laughs> so anything that you see me making eye contact, it's um, just really well faked. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm thrilled about that. But I will say that I was forced to make a very difficult decision about it because there are two different levels of surgery that I can choose. One of them is significantly less expensive than the other. And notice I didn't say cheap because neither one is cheap. Um, Mm -hmm. One will probably run us at least my deductible of $6,000. But that one is considered, you know, covered. And the other is considered an elective surgery. And it's more of an upgrade. And that would run an additional $7,500, I think. So it more than doubles it. Um, But if I... If I choose just the less expensive one now, I cannot go back. Like, it's not something that I can say, oh, give me this one. And then, you know, in four weeks, I'll I'll come back and and get the other one or four years for that matter, even four decades. Like once I make the decision, that's it. So I've been struggling with that, um, Mm -hmm. but have made some after, you know, wise counsel and and all of that um, have made the decision to do so. So I'm I'm actually thrilled to not have to wear glasses and, you know, actually, actually I don't even care about the glasses. I just, I, I'm so excited to be able to see. Shouldn't yeah. be driving. There's, there's a lot I shouldn't be doing. Yeah. So anyway, um, it's just that emotional roller coaster that you go on when it's like, I mean, you know, you, you know, you want it, you know, that you, you find a way to afford it because of the, you know, decision. But I have, I have dealt with some of the guilt around I'm a mom and I have my kids who have all these other needs and, you know, those needs need to come too. It's just, you know, all of that. But mm-hmm. you probably didn't want to hear all of that. And probably neither did our audience, but if nothing else, know that we go through it too. Like all, all yep. of the things that yep. our clients go through, they come onto our plates as well. So anyway, mm-hmm. I'm mostly well, thanks for asking <laughs> Sure thing. Well, hopefully, whatever route you took, it's going to be good in the end. I'm sure it will. Regardless, I'm taking the more expensive route. I've already decided. Well, there you go. Now you know it's going to be good. (laughs) So, and I told my husband that if I like unfortunately get hit by a bus, you know, two weeks after, which would be ironic because right now is when I can't see the bus and then I should be able to. Um, but if something horrible were to happen, I'm like, you know what? I'll still have life insurance then. So it, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so, uh, so on another note, aside from your vision, even though, you know, I would love to talk about vision you know this could be rebranded it could be uh-huh. rebranded to the uh, is it oncologist 
uh, ophthalmologist is who I have to see because yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know what oncologist is. I don't. Oncologist is for cancer. Optometrist is ah, what most people okay. think for for eyes. Yeah, but right. ophthalmologist so is the surgeon. The optometrist podcast. Uh-huh. It's not so. <laughs> We will shift gears here, Uh, but before we get too deep into it, I kind of teased this a little bit on the last episode, but in case you missed that one, um, you should go back and listen to it because it was a fun one. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there was also something that we had revealed, and that is that for our 100th episode, which is coming up pretty soon here, we have a very, very special guest. Um, and it's super, super exciting. We are absolutely thrilled about it. Um, and I can tell you that the conversation is going to be a good one just simply because of who the guest is. You know the name, you know who he is, you know what he he's done, but you're going to have to wait to find out who that is. We'll reveal it soon. Don't worry. Don't worry. But just know it's coming. So be plugged in and be ready. All right. Yeah. Now that I got that out of the way. You were, you were like talking all about this topic. Uh, you even were so excited about it that you mentioned it on our last episode. Yep. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you take the honors on this. All right. Why don't you uh, tell us exactly what exactly you feel like you wanted to talk about today? Because apparently it's kind of a interesting, but also kind of cool kind of thing. So. <laughs> What's up? It is. It's cool. And it's also something I avoided for, oh my gosh, probably four years just because I didn't know how to do it. So that's why I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to throw this out there because I'm sure there are people who have some really great ideas and they're like, I know a little bit about this, but I don't know how to do it. And so I'm not going to do it. And I can say that I'm sure I have cost myself and my business tens of thousands of dollars by not Mm. implementing this. So um, the topic we're going to talk about is hiring your children in your business. Now, I do want to say that I still know just enough to get myself into trouble with this. I am not an accountant. So please, please, please don't go to somebody and go, I heard this on the Financial Coaches Podcast, and now it's gospel truth because that's not the case. Um, But it is something that I have been researching and very interested in because I'm hearing, you know, just bits and pieces of things. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I could totally use this. And um, you mentioned on our last episode how you were expanding and how you were, you know, hiring somebody on as a junior coach. And I just thought, you know what, this is kind of in line with that. So let's just go with it. And uh, I'm going to share a little bit what I know. So anybody who's listening today who is a an LLC uh, has some really great opportunities to bring your children into your business. And the reason that this is such a great, a great money saver, I guess is the best way to say it, is that chances are you're already paying thousands of dollars just to have your children every single year. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, they they wear clothes, they eat food. Some of them might have college tuition. Some of them might have high school tuition. Some of them might have preschool tuition. I don't know. Um, But chances are it's costing you money to have your kid. And you have this business, which is an asset that you can actually utilize to pay your children. Now, some of the myths that are out there is like, well, aren't there child labor laws? And won't I get in trouble for hiring my four-year-old? I have it on good authority, not mine, someone's good authority, that that is not the case. Um, 
that there is actually something written to, into the law that if you are the primary owner, now this won't work like if you're the grandparent or an aunt or uncle, but if you are the actual owner of your business and it's your child or you are the direct guardian of that child, that those laws actually don't um, apply to you. So you can actually hire your children to do stuff for your business and pay them a fair wage. Um, and then because we all have a standard deduction, and I think the kids is anywhere from like 12 to 13,000. I Again, I don't know exact numbers, but I know it's at least $12,000. So you could actually pay every single one of your children up to $12,000 a year, write that off on your taxes as a business expense, and they don't have to pay income tax on that because they are under the standard deduction. And so hmm. um, you, you would have to like create new accounts for them and put them, put their money into those accounts. But after the money's there, no one is there to find out like, how are they spending their money? Like, right. Once you earn your money, Cody, no one's there to tell you how you have to spend that money. So if your kids spend some money on groceries out of their account, or they spend some money on um, clothes, or they spend some money on their school tuition, <laughs> that's how they spent it. So it kind of feels like a workaround, but it's completely legal and there's nothing wrong with it. And I know there are a lot of people who would say, you know what? You're going to, if you can afford to send that money to your kids and you don't need to use it for some of those other living expenses, then you actually are allowed to, um, you know, put that into a Roth IRA for them, just a hundred bucks a month or whatever, and let that grow until their retirement. And, you know, there's all sorts of mathematical numbers and stuff. How that'll become a million dollars, et cetera, et cetera. So I have four kids. I know you have two, Cody. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how many our listeners have, but mine range from uh, from youngest to oldest. They range from four up to t- 19. Um, I recently found out that up to 18 is like everything I just told you. And then from like, 18 to 21, there are slightly different rules, um, but only in the sense that they have to pay uh, like some sort of social security tax or something. So uh, I again, don't know all of these things. But what I decided to do, because after reading that who, not how, I was thinking, okay, I, I've known this for a long time. I don't know all of the details, but I've known enough. And I have avoided it because I haven't known what to do. So I thought, instead of going through figuring out how to do all of this, I would find out who knows, <laughs> and then sort of hire them. So as as we all know, Facebook and all social media, they know everything about us, right? Like they know what we're thinking, they know why we're thinking it and and all that. So seriously, all of a sudden this thing popped up for how to hire your children. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me right now. Uh, Thankfully, it was from somebody that I've been following for a long time. I actually trust her. She puts out some really great content. She had a toolkit available I'm like, you know what? I've got the money for that toolkit. I am not going to go searching the internet. She's done all that work for me. I will pay her for her work. And so I bought the toolkit. And then I thought, well, then I have to go through the toolkit. Wrongo, my friend. I'm hiring my daughter to go through that toolkit so that she can start doing that first thing. So now like that's going to be my first dip into that. She gets to go through all the stuff. And I think this toolkit kind of shows you like, how to set up your business so that you're legit and you don't get audited. And even if you do get audited, you're good because you're doing everything legit. Um, so yeah. And that's, and now that's the 19 year old that I'm going to hire for that. Mm-hmm. 
So you might be asking, well, I mean, Gideon, you know, oh, sorry, I probably shouldn't have said his name. Do you want me to take that out? Okay. I'm so sorry. Um, but he's little, right? You're probably like, well, how can I possibly pay my my infant any sort of money? Well, you know, if your infant ever has the back of his head in your pictures, you know, he becomes a model for Sizemore coaching. And, you know, see, they, I took a picture of him today. Perfect. See, he's already on payroll. <laughs> But yes, those are the kinds of things that you can start to get creative with and actually pay them in a way that you would pay somebody else. So, um, you know, you're, I think you've got a, a middle preteen. Um, and so that person can start doing stuff with, you know, playing around with Canva and maybe she'll become a graphic artist at some point, but creating things for you, you can teach her and just let her kind of, you know, run with it. But there are different things that our kids can do at different levels. Um, so again, I just, I, now I keep sounding like a broken record, but I'm not a professional at this. Um, but I do know it's out there and I encourage you to look into it and ask questions and figure out if this is something that can be beneficial for you. So I have a question. So with the younger kids, meaning like possibly as young as like six months mm-hmm. to four years old, like you kind of mentioned, mm-hmm. um, obviously they're not going to be doing any sort of like work work right like you know you you mentioned something like a model if mm-hmm. uh, you know like they're in one of your photos or something like that so i understand that my question would be say you pay them a thousand bucks a month for being that model kind of thing mm-hmm. so it's twelve thousand a year mm-hmm. um so that is an expense on your business they don't pay income tax it goes into their own bank account. So you need to open up a bank account for them, right? Mm -hmm. That's my understanding. Yes, sir. Okay. And then how do you use that money? Like, you know, like, you know, if I have a one-year-old, which I do, Mm -hmm. um, he doesn't even know what money is, Mm -hmm. you know? So, so I'm going to, I'm going to use that money. You know, I'm going to buy some groceries with that money, you know? Mm -hmm. So my question would be like, where, how, do, how does that whole system work? Because uh, that's where I'm kind of like, okay, I think I get it, but am I missing something? Is there some special way to, you know, get access to the money once, you know, after you've already sent it to them, like that kind of thing? Do, mm-hmm. are, you, are you seeing what I'm kind of asking? I, I am, but the look on my face for anyone who's watching knows that, that I, I don't know the answer to all those questions because I'm not an expert at it. And those are the things I'm working on finding out. So, okay. um, but my understanding would be that once it's in the account, again, there's no one there to watch how that money is spent. So, you know, if you have to take that out, why wouldn't you just be able to withdraw that money for groceries, for example? I mean, you are feeding your kid. Right. So it's it's I I don't see what the problem with that is. Um, But you also don't have to do a full twelve thousand dollars. And in fact, what you have to do is make sure you're paying them a reasonable wage. So, you know, if you would pay somebody off the street twenty dollars an hour, you can't then go and pay your kid, you know, one hundred dollars an hour for the same like work. Mm -hmm. That would be considered probably nepotism would be my guess. (laughs) Um, so in the beginning, I'm not going to be paying, I mean, I have four kids, so that'd be $48,000 every single 
year yeah. that I could put out there. And if I don't have the top line to match that, I'm probably not going to be putting out a full $48,000. And or if I don't have them doing the amount of work that would justify that $12,000, then I probably will not be giving that much as well. Uh, but I do know that that's one of the limits. And so I'm sure if you're working with some CPA who knows all of those little loopholes and has all those ideas, they'd be able to help with that. Admittedly, I will. I don't have the toolkit yet. Once I receive that, I think that's one of the things in there, Cody, is a list of um, potential things at different ages that your kids can do. So that's one thing I'd be happy to share with you. Uh, but I think there's also in there the the minutia of how do you do that once once the money's in that account, how can you access that and what can you use it for? So I I have, I'm an open book. I'd be happy to share whatever content I receive and I, you know, to make it an even more thorough approach for you. But I at least wanted our listeners to start thinking about some of these things because there are just so many, so many tools out there that are at our disposal that we don't use and we forget that they're there. Um, And so I know a lot of times people will open an LLC and then they don't really utilize it to to do anything. But this is one way that we can utilize that. So, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, it's definitely an interesting concept. I feel like I would also just need to do more research on it. Yeah. Um, but it's something that I'm like, I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, okay, what about <laughs> my real spinning, right? Old? You know, you mentioned yes. Canva, and I'm like. That could be something that she could actually like because she yes. likes doing art, you know? So, um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely an interesting thing. Uh, and I also heard about this as well, but kind of the same thing that you had, like, you know, I heard about it. I was like, that's interesting, but mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it. I don't want to do it wrong. I don't want to get in trouble, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I just never did it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and you so, probably so caught yourself taking that next step, you know? Well, and it only took four years, uh, but But it's because I've recognized that opportunity cost. And that's really what it is. It's like, so right now, just in full transparency, I mean, we're paying half of my older daughter's tuition, her college tuition. And that comes to approximately, I want to say $7,000 per year. Yeah, because right now we're paying about $7,000 per semester. She's in charge of half. So that's about seven to eight grand a year. Having said that, I'm like, technically I could have funneled, I'm going to, you know, it kind of sounds like money laundering, (laughs) but I know it's not, I know it's fully legal, but I probably could have had her be doing things for me that are going to help build her skill set, keep her out of the fast food restaurants. If she doesn't want to be working there, she can be doing something for me instead. And I could have paid her the 8,000 or $12,000 that I'm going to put out anyway. So that's really where my mind started to go. It's like, I mean, we're finding we're finding a spot in our budget for this stuff to work. Why not find a spot in the budget of the business in order to have it serve both purposes? Mm-hmm. And so it really was that opportunity cost, I think, that just made me go, oh, my gosh, how many thousands and thousands of dollars have we missed out on? by not doing this particular thing. So, uh, and I, I just, I share it because it was based in fear, like all of the fear of the unknown, not understanding what, what to expect, not knowing how to do these certain things. And quite frankly, with the life that I have right now, 
I felt I couldn't add one more how to my plate. I could not add another going down the YouTube rabbit hole of how to do this and put all of that information together. So if nothing else, what you're hearing from me right now, all of our listeners, is that if there is something that somebody else has already put together for you, there is immense value in that. I mean, I paid $250 for this kit. Just to throw it out there. I think it was actually uh, listed at 500. And then if you go on to the pre pre release list or whatever, that it was half off. So 250 bucks. Do you know how many hours I would have had to spend just to find the things that are in this kit? Way more than 250 or $500 worth of hours. I'll just say that out loud. So, um, so there is that, that there's a scarcity mindset sometimes that says, well, I don't have the money for this. You know, I'm going to go do it myself. And there is a space for that. I believe me, I understand scrappy. Uh, but sometimes if you do have the money, but you're just holding on to it so tightly because you're being cheap, recognize the time that you are trading for that 250 or $500 and how quickly could you make $200 back? How quickly could you make that $500 back? And I can tell you if I'm putting out $8,000 a year for my daughter's college education, chances are it's not going to take me very long to reap back that $250 investment. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So well, it's, yeah, just it's ask definitely questions. an interesting thought. Um, you know, I'm sure there's probably someone who's listening who, knows taxes way better than you or I. And they're, and they're probably, cringing right now. Yeah. <laughs> they're going, oh my God, what is she <laughs> telling these people? <laughs> you know, please help us. Um, yes. <laughs> help relieve the cringe. And let us know what it actually is. So Yes, we would actually, yeah, this is like a desperate cry for somebody in our audience. If you know how all this works, we are inviting you to be a guest on our podcast. Just reach out to us. Um, yeah. So, uh, let us know seriously because we would love to have you on um I, I like i said i know my lack of knowledge probably does sound a little bit cringe to you but my curiosity level should be music to your ears because i think that's where a lot of people really need to focus in on like just, let's be curious more about how we can serve not just our clients uh, but also our own businesses our children and the world at you know at a bigger level. So I think that's mm -hmm. the, the main point of all this today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my curiosity is definitely heightened for sure. So awesome. we'll have to do more research. We'll have to figure things out more, potentially find that person that we can bring on and talk about this and then really bring it home. Yes. Uh, so that at the end of the day, everyone listening can also really <laughs> bring it home. Right. Well played. We needed that dad joke type in there. So yeah. thank you. <laughs> this has been a fun conversation. Thanks for letting me have it out loud and completely vulnerable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's always fun. Oh, all right, guys. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening once again, week in and week out. Um, friendly reminder that we do have that special guest coming up. So keep listening and we will catch you in the next episode. Catch you then. See you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com.
be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.